This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Want to know what's going on in your neck of the woods and learn the history and the people behind the events that you love across the state? Get to know the real Mississippi. Check out MPB Think Radio's Next Stop Mississippi podcast on all platforms or on the MPB public media app. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. Our host is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. I'm Jermaine Flood. Hey, Coach. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing good today. It's a warmer day than the past days, so I'm I'm pretty good. I didn't have to wear a coat and a hat and a scarf and all of that. But it's coming back, you know that. It's changing quickly. It's coming back. We've That's got right. we've got some icy weather coming on Monday. We need to be prepared for that. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, what do we have to do, coach? Check that coolant. Make sure you check that coolant in that vehicle. Okay, so the coolant's first. The fluids, any of the fluids? Well, you should already be checking your oil, but at this time of the year, you need to make sure that coolant is uh, up to where it needs to be. 50-50, make sure you've got antifreeze in there. Then you need to make sure you check your tires. That's what I was about to ask you next. If you don't have good tires, what should you do, coach, on Monday? Go out and buy some new tires or stay at home. <laughs> Just stay at the house. That's right. <laughs> if you ain't got good tires. <laughs> if you ain't got good tires, just stay at the house. And the reason why I know is because one of those ice storm years, I totaled out my Chevy Aveo out there. Not to say I had bad tires, but they just weren't tires equipped for icy roads. Right. And then people need to learn how to make sure they know how to drive on ice. You know, a lot of people slam their brakes. Next thing you know, they're just sliding all over the place. That is not how to do it. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the cars now have ABS to keep you from uh, skidding and stuff like that. Yeah. So just got to learn how to drive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure you get ready for that. It, you know, I, I always get caught in it. Make sure you're prepared. You don't have to go anywhere on Monday because that ice and that, that uh, the snow mix basically will have those roads so slick that, you know, you can't drive on them. Well, I reckon you're going to get you some Pop-Tarts and uh, something to drink and just lay back. That's right. That's right. Watch a little watch a little tube, you know, <laughs> and just chill out. That's all you can do. So that's what we're getting into. But today, though, we're going to be talking about supplemental restraint systems. That's the SRS systems. That's that little logo that you see everywhere around your car. On the steering wheel most of the time and on the dash. Steering wheel dash. Sometimes now you see them in the door on that little panel right, right. there. They can those those little SRS logos pop up everywhere now. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. Okay, coach. So what does SRS mean? So it's an abbreviation for like I said, supplemental restraint system, which is the name for the system that monitors and controls your airbag and seatbelts' ability to function properly in the event of an accident. Well, you know, you used to have just airbag on the uh, steering wheel. It just said airbag. Okay, now they went oh, to did. SRS. It did say airbag. It just said airbag. Now, they're exactly the same thing. You have mechanical airbags. You have electronic airbags. Mm-hmm. Mechanical airbags were mainly used in the older vehicles. Okay. Electronic airbags were used in the newer vehicles today. Okay. Uh, you have all different types of airbags. If it's knee airbags, pelvis airbags, side curtain airbags, head airbags, chest airbags, yeah. just all these different airbags to protect you. Because if you're going over about 30 miles an hour, about 30 miles an hour, seat belts are no longer going to keep you safe. Right. And right. so now airbags are into everything. They used to not be in all of our vehicles, but now they're into everything. Right, right, right. 
So make sure, you know, you look around your car to see these SRS logos because they are out there. Um, Coach, what is the most important thing about the SRS light or the logos or knowing where these are all at? Well, especially for a technician, you're trying to work on that vehicle. You need to be very, very careful because if you touch the wrong wire, you will make that airbag go off. Okay. And when I was teaching school, always made my students, there's a little, there's a yellow wire that goes to every airbag that you do not touch that wire. Okay. You do not try to probe it. You do not try to see how much voltage it is because those airbags are very sensitive and they will go off. Okay. Okay. Now, if you think about airbags, they're monitored every time. You can't test them because they're they're going to go off if you test them yeah. unless you have the correct tool from the manufacturer. But they're monitored every time you cut the key on. Mm. You cut the key on, it's monitored, make sure the airbag is working. Yeah. And the light comes on, then the light goes off, says everything's good. Okay. 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 So, Coach, tell me about this, though. When it comes down to these airbags, is there something that we can check and make sure that we're maintenancing on a regular? As a consumer, no. There's nothing a consumer can do with the airbag because, like I say, once again, once it deploys, it's very dangerous if it's not deployed correctly. Okay. If you put voltage to an airbag, and that's why I say that little yellow wire you need to make sure you never splice into, if you're putting a radio in your car, if you're doing something, you never splice into that yellow wire and put voltage on it because then it will ignite the system. Okay. okay. Because what it is, is really, it's like an explosion yeah. that makes that airbag blow out with gas. Okay. Okay. It has a certain type of gas and it explodes and that's what makes the airbag come out. Right. Now, right. that was the mechanical type. Now, you have the uh, electronic types. Works really basically the same way, but one is done mechanically. One is done like a signal from the ECU, from mm-hmm. the uh, control unit in the vehicle. Okay. And it gets a signal. Next thing, the signal goes to the airbag. The airbag explodes. Okay. Okay. Do you want a lot of airbags around your car? Is this something that you want? Is this something a consumer needs? Well, once again, I said about 30 miles an hour that you're no longer safe with uh, seatbelts. Yeah. They do their job, but airbags will keep your head from going through the windshield, you're keep right. it going through the steering wheel. Keep, you know, So it is something that you would want. Okay. Okay. But as a consumer or a do-it-yourself person, it's harder to work on. Yeah. 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 When you, when you start having to peel back those layers and figure out what, what it is that you need to do. <laughs> well, if you think about how many times you've been in a car riding with somebody and you saw that light up on the dash. Mm-hmm. Well, if that light comes on the dash and it stays on, that means you the airbags are not working. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 You're right. And so that's the question that I'm going to ask after we go to our phone lines is, can you drive with that light on? Okay. <laughs> Because sometimes I drive with some of those lights on. And not to say it's the SRS, but, you know, sometimes you see a light and you're like, "Mm, (laughs) we'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Michael in Jackson. He's having some radiator troubles. Michael, you're on with Coach Charlie. What's up, Coach? I appreciate y'all taking my call. Uh, I got a question. I got a Chevy Tahoe in all of a sudden, I'm, I'm driving around, and all of a sudden, my radiator fan just starts cutting on and blowing like crazy. And I look at my temperature, and my temperature's all the way down to 160. Get out, it's not running hot or anything like that. I get to my house, turn it off, it's still blowing. 15 minutes later, it cuts off. 
then I'll get in the truck again, crank it up, and it won't be fine, and then my gauge will be above 160, so it's not, not cool, uh, but not hot. And I don't know if it's like a thermostat deal or a gauge or something that's, that's faulty or... or have you seen anything like that? Yeah, most likely most it's going to be the sensor on the radiator itself to test, or, or maybe not really on the radiator itself, right there on the engine itself. You have two temperature switches on there or sensors that test the sem- sensors, and they'll make the fan come on either high or low going through relays. So what I would check there, first of all, check your high and low fan relay. It's up there in the fuse panel because a lot of times those will get stuck and it will make it come on just like you're saying, and then they'll release once the power's all gone from it. Check that first, and then I would go ahead and check those two sensors, uh, coolant sensors, mm-hmm. on that engine. That sounds like it's way over my head. Uh, <laughs> you ought to take that just off the shop or something like that. Let's just take a look at that. Yeah, if I'm, you I'm, guess I'm looking. I'm trying to, trying to decide how much it's going to run me. Okay, okay. So if it's the relays, relays are about $15 a piece. They're just little square relays that go into the fuse panel, okay, under the dash. I mean, under the hood. They can replace those. It's a high-speed fan and a low-speed fan, okay? So they could replace those, and you could do it. That's very simple. Just look in your owner's manual, and you'll see where the high-speed and low-speed fan is. Then the other one is just coolant sensors on the engine itself. They're right, probably right there at the thermostat. Usually you have two of them. So it's not really expensive to replace them, just determining which one it is. That's right. All right. Good deal. I appreciate it. Big fan of the program. Uh, y'all have a good day. I think. Thank you so Michael, much. Michael, thank you for your call. Um, yeah, Coach, you always know how to fix it and at least put it in layman's terms. <laughs> Well, I think we always need – a lot of times, like he said, it sounds like it's over his head sometimes. Yeah. Well, then you have to break it back down and make yeah. sure people understand what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Thanks, Coach, for that. Yeah. Now, listen, I want to get back to the SRS light. Can I drive with it on? That's the question. <laughs> you can drive with that SRS light on, but just like I said, once you're driving, once that light comes on and stays on – that means the central restraint system's not working. That airbag's not working somewhere in that vehicle. Okay. So it's cutting the airbags off. Okay. So now if you're in an accident, your seatbelts are going to work, but the airbags will not deploy. Or a specific airbag or, you know. Your airbags are not going to deploy. deploy. Okay. It cuts the system off. Okay. 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 So the light on, system off. Right. Light right. on, system off. Because what I tell you, that is monitored from the time you cut the key on. Every time you cut the key on, it monitors the system, mm-hmm. and then it cuts it. When the light goes off, everything's good. Okay. 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 And the thing is, you have seat airbags. A lot of time what happens is the seat airbags are the ones that go bad because they're not bad. What happens, you get something kicked up under the seat where the uh, module is and the wires. Yeah. They get pulled loose. The wires get kinked or broken. That's usually where you have your problems. Okay. It's under the seat. Okay. Passengers kicking things up under the seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could have an effect on those airbags, That will have an effect on the airbags. Oh, Coach, you know where they all are located. You know where all of them are hid in the car. Well, one thing you think about (laughs) airbags, too, is that, excuse me, on the passenger side, if you ever notice, it always says that your airbag is off when nobody's in there. And the reason why is that passenger side reads the weight that is sitting in that seat. Right. So as it reads the weight, 
the thing about a small child or thing about a small person sitting on that passenger side. Mm-hmm. So it reads the weight, and then the airbag light will go off, and then the airbag will work. Right, right, right. Mine, I, my purse is so heavy. It reads the weight, tells me to put a seatbelt on it, and then... <laughs> And then it stays on and doesn't go off. <laughs> so you must have a giant purse. No, I just have heavy things in a small purse. <laughs> well, you know, it's usually about 59 pounds or a little less uh, that it will show that weight. Yeah. And then those hair lights, that airbag light will go I just off. like to put my, I got my purse over there. I got my, my, my water bottle tumbler over there. There's a lot of stuff that I put in that passenger seat. And it's just, the airbags are like, ma'am, is this a child or a person? <laughs> Do you buckle them up? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't buckle them up. <laughs> oh. I don't buckle them up, Coach. Okay, we're going to get into more SRS, that supplemental restraint system talk. I want to know how much does it cost to get it fixed? Is it a is it a heavy fix? I also want to talk about what you were talking about, Takata airbags no longer being owned by Takata themselves. So we're going to get into some of that. If you've got a question, send emails to auto at MP pbonline.org. Is your car under recall? I'll tell you how you can find out next. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Coach Charlie Melton. I'm Jermaine Flood. If you want even more AutoCorrect, find our podcast on all podcast platforms for your smart device. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. Here's a recent recall. Um, Ford has had another major recall and it's it's its third in two weeks, if I can get that out. Effective vehicles this time include two models no longer in the lineup, the Focus and the EcoSport. An engine oil pump failure is affecting some 139,700 vehicles um, on the fleet. So this includes model year 2016 to 2018 Focus cars and model year 2018 to 2022 <clears throat> EcoSport SUVs. Um in the, the last respective years for now in the U.S. for each nameplate, the oil pump drive belt or drive belt tensioner may fail, resulting in a loss of engine oil pressure, and such loss can result in an engine stall or a loss of power braking assist, increasing the risk of a crash. Now, dealers are replacing the oil pump tensioner assembly and oil pump drive belt. Both are, both. can I get it out, Coach, today? You're going to get it. Go Mm-mm. for it. Mm-mm. Both repairs are being done for free. <laughs> the That's- Maker. That's the good part. Right. <laughs> That's what I needed to get out. That's right. At first. Free. Um, the automaker will auto- notify owners February 13th, but those with further questions can contact Ford. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Traffic Highway um, Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov forward slash recalls, and inputting your VIN number, or you can find their Safer Car app. We're talking about supplemental restraint systems, and we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Let's get back to SRS talk, coach. All about airbags. How much would it cost to fix the light or is it a hard fix? Or And or is it a hard fix? Well, let's talk about fixing the airbag light itself. As you fix the airbag light itself, maybe it's something small. Maybe it's a crash sensor or, or maybe it's a sensor under the seat or maybe it's something to do with the airbag wiring itself. Most of the time, it's not the airbag. Okay. Most of the time, it is something related to the airbag itself. Okay. So okay. that could be a cheap fix. Right. 
If you start replacing airbags, that's a very expensive fix. If you're in a crash, just think about it. If you're in a crash and the airbags deploy, they total the car. Okay. Because the, all the airbags go off and it's a lot of thousands of dollars to fix to them. get the airbags replaced to get them replaced they don't they can't put them back in the bag they, or so. in the or in the the chassis would you call that like the 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 the, the holder right they can that bust is open they had to take and put mm. new airbags in it Mm-mm. and that means if they come out of the dash if they come on the seat belts or whatever all that has to be replaced and that means it's going to be uh, cost more than the car's worth so every time, if you get in a if you get in a wreck where those airbags deploy all at once, possibly maybe you have all of your airbags deployed, they're gonna always just total out your car. Total the car. Wow, wow. Because they're so expensive to replace. Wow. So there's no fix on that. No, you gotta just say you're driving an older model Honda that has recalls on it right now, and the airbag goes off. And the car's worth three thousand dollars. Right. Well, they're not going to get. They're not going to replace those airbags. And you know, Coach. Here's the problem, though. Some people just don't have the money to turn around and go get a new car. So, what do you do then? I mean, it's still got to go, right? They're not going to let you drive it anymore. They're not let you drive it anymore because the airbags are all deployed. Okay. And they'll have white bags hanging all over the place. Okay. <laughs> well, not, That's right. They're not going to let that happen. <laughs> That's right. That's but right. Under warranty, if something was happening to that airbag under warranty, then you're okay. Okay. Then don't. It wouldn't cost you anything. But if okay. you're the owner of the vehicle and those airbags go off, most likely your car is going to be uh, totaled. Okay. 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 Coach, I wanted to get into some of that Takata airbag talk. So I see that Takata actually filed for bankruptcy in 2017. And you're saying, too, that they're no longer the owners of Takata. Takata no longer owns Takata. Right. There are seven major brands of airbags. They're makers of airbags. And you really don't hear about any of the others. You hear about Takata. Takata was a Japanese uh, airbag manufacturer, and they were in mostly every vehicle. Okay. Okay. Uh, when all the lawsuits started coming out, you know, there was like um, – in 2021, yeah, there was yeah, 26 yeah, yeah, deaths, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had uh, 400 people getting hurt, you know, strap metal going all over the place. So they sold it to a Chinese company in Michigan. Right. The One of the biggest auto parts suppliers for Chinese. Right. And so now they're China owns. Now they own it, but there's still recalls. There's recalls, and they're bankrupt. Right. So what, what does that do? That leaves the consumer in limbo because if there's no money— Nobody gets anything. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Okay, okay. 67 million cars recalled with Takata airbags. Right. 42 million of them in America. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And when they're recalled like that, that's not a total out situation. What do they do for that fix? They uh, they go in there and they replace the airbags themselves. Okay. Because you can take the airbag out as a unit but you cannot replace it if it's deployed. Right. So you can take it out as a unit because you would just say if it's in your steering wheel, they just take the piece out of the steering wheel and replace that whole piece in the steering wheel. Okay. Because it has their name it on it. It hasn't been deployed. It, There's no shrapnel right. laying around or anything right. like that. Okay. They just replace the whole part, put it in, you keep on going. Okay. But okay. I don't know if this Chinese company, I'm sure if, they, if Takata went bankrupt itself, 
they didn't. The Chinese company did not take the debt on and did not take responsibility for those airbags. Well, that was the debt here, or was it just world? Is it a worldwide debt? Like it's a worldwide debt. <laughs> it's Six, a worldwide debt. Sixty-seven okay. million. Oh, wait. Like I said, that's a lot of cars to be recalled. And a lot of them were like, you know, you had 19 manufacturers, 37, I mean, 19 different brands, 37 different vehicles. Yeah. That was under those recalls. Yeah. And they're saying, you know, they had to, um, I guess, settle with a lot of the injuries. Right. Um, before all of that went down. And then um, they were... Like you say, it was it involves 69 million inflators. But for some reason, they're saying that Takata's airbags explode with way too much force. And then that was the problem, basically. Well, what they have done now with airbags, they are tier type airbags. So we first of all, we talked about that child being over in that right seat in that passenger seat. Right. OK, a small child, if that airbag con- comes out at full force, it could literally kill the child. OK. So now it it can determine how much weight's in the vehicle on those seats, and it comes out in stages. Okay. So if it needs this much force for this much weight, it won't have the out. full stage. Right. On it. Yeah. You won't get the full stage. Still protecting, but not as much force. And protecting in a smarter way, almost, it sounds like. Right. And that's with those sensors, um, with the, the mechanical ones just came out all at one time, and yeah. now the electronic ones come out. <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh, computer can determine the weight. After it determines the weight, it tells the airbag, hey, this is what we need, and it just pops. Okay. 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 Coach, you know about it all. You know, I, I was you able really to. Do. And within the weight in those vehicles for those airbags, within two ounces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Within two ounces. Of difference. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's going to tell you, it knows how much that vehicle weighs, how much that person weighs. Because I did a test when I was up in, well, I didn't do a test, but the company Chrysler did the test, mm-hmm. had a person that was a real big person right. sit on the seat, and it was then two ounces of his weight. Really? Right. Wow. So, wow. So it knew exactly how, what, much how, how much he weighed and how much he, he needed to be saved. That's right. <laughs> How much he weighed and how much he needed to be saved. We're going to go to the phone lines before we head to break. Let's go to Richard in Madison. He has a 2002 Tacoma airbag comment. Richard, you're on with Coach Charlie. Hey, hey, Coach. Uh, just a question. I uh, just what you were discussing. I have on that on that pickup. I can turn off the airbag on the right side. Yes, which is. You know, I don't, with the kind of truck I have, I don't have enough room to put somebody really in the back behind the seat or anything, but good or bad, I had a little niece that told me one time, she sat down and said, I can't go with you <laughs> because the, your airbag's on. So I said, okay, I can take care of that, and I turned it off, <laughs> which, you know, is good and bad because you don't have uh, the protection of the airbag. The next question is, uh, a truck as old as mine, 2002, I assume that it's being, uh, the airbag is uh, deployed by gas. And like fire extinguishers, you know, the old fireman would come around and check them every once in a while. If that, if it is run by, uh, uh, controlled by gas, does, does if it goes down some and there's not enough in there, I assume a light will come on somewhere and give me a, a warning. Well, the the gas itself is in a container. It can't get out. And really what happened to the Dakota airbags, that's Toyota, that's all these uh, older model vehicles. What it was, it was ammonia nitrate gas that was in there, the chemical. Mm-hmm. And 
that was the explosive chemical, and over time it corroded. And then uh-huh. that was the problem. It corroded, and then it went off on its own because the chemicals were able to mix, and next thing you know, uh, you have an explosion. That was what was wrong with it, and that was what was wrong with all Takata airbags. And really, the main the airbags that you see, we do have some now that are being recalled, but most of them are older vehicles in the you know early 2000, 2010, 12, 3, 3 to 10, somewhere around there. You know, and so... That's what you had with those. And as you were saying, you're turning your airbag off. I don't even think you can cut those airbags off now. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, you know, I've got later models, uh, Toyotas, and you, there's no way to cut it off. But you just stick it, your ignition key in, in this truck and just turn it off. Right. You could do, you could stick it in there and you could cut them off. And there's no way they'll let you cut them off now. And that was going back to Jermaine's uh, when she said that she put her purse in there and it was heavy weight in there. And that was what you was able to use, that key to cut it off so you wouldn't get that message. Right, right. So, yeah, but well, don't. We'll just, well, I'll just get my, keep my fingers crossed that what I got will, let, will last and not go off on me. What year is your vehicle? Uh, 2002. You might want to check the uh, website, uh, National Highway Safety Association website, and see if yeah. that vehicle is under recall because a lot of the Toyotas and a lot of uh, a lot of the, those vehicles and all are under recall for the Takata airbag. Okay. Well, I appreciate you, Coach. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Richard. Thanks for giving us a call. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. We're talking about SRS, that's Supplemental Restraint Systems, between your car repair questions. What's in the news? Well, it's a good bit. Me, me and Coach didn't put it together. Fiat Chrysler is expected to pay nearly $650 million in emissions case. That's one of them. New technology installed beneath Detroit Street can charge electric vehicles as they drive. That was a nod to our last week's episode. That's right. Um, And Mississippi has a new license plate design. I'll tell you all about that next. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Coach Charlie Melton, retired instructor from Clinton High School's Automotive Technology Program, is our expert host. I'm Jermaine Flood. Let's get into it. In the news, Fiat Chrysler is expected to pay nearly $650 million in emissions case. This is to settle lawsuits over its use of illegal engine control software on diesel vehicles that produce false results on emission tests. Um, so these, the EPA contended that the software enabled the vehicles to pass emission tests while allowing them to release higher levels of pollutants in normal driving. What other manufacturer had to pay that? Do you know? No, who? Volkswagen. Really? Did the same thing. Back in the day, back in the day. Back in the day, they did the same thing. They sure did on the older vehicles, didn't they, Coach? And what they did, they made the computer pass the uh, emission test. Yeah. And got and say it was getting better gas mileage. And it was getting better gas mileage, fuel mileage, due to it was set up different for the emissions. Right. Here's another one, maybe. Could Mini Cooper have done it when they decided to, to, I guess, give it to BMW? Well, Mini Coopers are not really diesel. Okay. They're uh, gas. Because I don't know if I heard something about Mini Cooper emissions overseas versus ours here. Well, they're all different. Yeah, overseas is different than what we okay. have. Okay, okay. Our emissions okay. are much stricter. Okay, because I knew it was, you know, when the when the Minis came, they weren't like the overseas versions. They were our versions right. of the Minis. Yeah. So, so okay. they uh, 
our emission the EPA is pretty strong on the emissions in America and you see Volkswagen those were the vehicles that were coming to America was the Volkswagen and they had the emission problem it's the same thing okay okay so this settlement which is expected to be announced today includes no admission of guilt by Fiat Chrysler or an EPA finding of wrongdoing the company will pay 305 million dollars in penalties to the federal government and to the state of California which brought on the suit but you know that they're not guilty. They're just paying three hundred and five million dollars. Not guilty, you <laughs> The judge didn't beat the gavel down. That's right. He's, <laughs> it was one of those. I just can't decide. I, I'm going to pay you just in case. <laughs> I'm not guilty, but you need a little money. That's right. <laughs> So as part of this agreement, Fiat Chrysler are recalling about 104,000 diesel-powered Ram 1500 trucks and Jeep Grand Cherokee Sport SUVs from the 2014, 2015, and 2016 model years. The recall repairs involves installing new software in the vehicles. Yep. They're going to change the software and the computer and keep on going. Right. Right, right. So I'll have a link to this story in our show's podcast description and the other ones as well. Um, But the next one is new technology installed beneath Detroit Street can charge electric vehicles as they drive. Copper inductive charging coils allow vehicles equipped with receivers to charge up their batteries while driving idling or parking above the uh, coils. Now, this is a quarter mile segment of 14th Street in Detroit that will be used to test and perfect the technology ahead of making it available to the public within a couple of years. Um, Demonstrations have already been held, but the how it works is when a vehicle with the receiver nears the charging segments, the coils beneath the road transfer electricity through a magnetic field, charging the vehicle's battery. The coils only activate when a vehicle with the receiver passes over them. Um, they're saying the roadway is safe for pedestrians, motorists, and animals. And this is a five-year commitment to develop this electric road system. So you're going to see all the electric vehicles cruising down Detroit Street. All of them. That's all they're going to do is to drive down Detroit back and forth. How long long would they have to drive in order for them to charge if it's a quarter mile straight? (laughs) They're going to have to turn around. (laughs) Many times. There needs to be a U-turn. This maybe just needs to be a roundabout. That's that's what it needs to be, a roundabout. (laughs) A never-ending roundabout. Well, it can end right when you're done charging and you get off. You get off the other end. (laughs) That was a good one. That was good. <laughs> we figured it out, Coach. That's Look, right. put me and your head together. We'll get it done. <laughs> so I'll include a link to that one, too. But that was a good nod to last week because, you know, we're always discussing how far you can go on an EV battery. That's right. <laughs> well, you can go <laughs> a quarter of a mile back and forth, back and forth, back and forth forever. <laughs> <laughs> you never lose charge. <laughs> You'll never lose charge. Okay, last story. New Mississippi license plate design. Did y'all see it? I saw one. I saw one and didn't get it. (laughs) Why, Coach? You didn't want it. I didn't want it. You didn't want this one. Okay, I've got the Donate Life tag, so I, I don't really even kind of pay attention to the regular tags. But after five years, we're, we're seeing a new license plate design on the roads right now. Um, the new ones have been issued and will be issued when residents re- renew their registration this year. Um, this design comes after a state 
after the state held a contest for a redesign. And this new plate was designed by Leah Eaton of Starkville. Congratulations, Leah. You won. This features a white background with a magnolia in the middle. That is the state flower. That is the state flower. So that is the new license plate design that has gone out. The yellow is gone, everybody. The yellow is gone. You know which one I miss? Which one? The guitar. I like that one. That was what, the Blues Trail, was it? Or something? I can't remember. But I really like the blackout one. The blackout one just looks cool. Oh, yeah. Everybody's doing the blackout one. So that's what I got. Yeah, everybody's doing that one. You got a black car? I have a charcoal gray car. See, that's why you want it. And a black one. Oh, okay. okay. But I put it on my uh, charcoal gray truck. Okay. And it just, it looks sharp. Yeah, it does look sharp. It is a sharp looking tag, right. that black one with the white. Cost so. me $38. Extra. <laughs> <laughs> extra. extra. I know my Donate Life tag does too. <laughs> extra. <laughs> I do that though because I did. Right. I did Donate Life. So I, I love my tag. Um, we're talking about supplemental restraint systems. Email your questions to auto at mpbonline.org. Coach, 11 million of these Takata airbag cars have still not been fixed, right? Still not been fixed. Uh, As of last year, 11 million have not been repaired. As of that recall that we had read last year. Right. So there's still 11 million out there without repairs. And we're just going back to our, our last caller he had the 2002, and that could have been included. That could be one of those included. And the thing is, you know, the manufacturer is going to try to get a hold of the owner of that vehicle. Right. But sooner or later, somebody's going to say, well, I didn't get the notice. I didn't. It didn't. I moved. But they're going to try their best to get a hold of you. Right, right, right. So make sure y'all get that looked at. So, again, if your SRS light comes on, it this can include the following defects. A defective airbag control module. That's an ACM. An issue with the airbags themselves. It could be anything. Problems with the crash or acceleration sensors or connection issues with or damage to the um, airbag control modules, wiring, and plugs. That's right. So there was a question on here. Somebody (coughs) asked, will my car pass inspection with the airbag light on? But for the state of Mississippi, I don't know. But it says for the state of Texas, yes, you can pass it. It's not part of the inspection criteria. Well, what they're looking for, any state, most of the states are looking for emissions, (coughs) the carbon footprint that that vehicle's putting out. That's really what it's looking for. Uh, It's for your safety, for the airbag to be on, you know. Right. More airbags you got in that vehicle, safer you are, uh, especially if you have a van, you got a lot of children in the back. You just, more airbags you got, safer it's going to be for you if it's updated and it's working correctly. Like I said earlier, it's monitored every time you cut the key on. Right. Do you remember the first airbag? All it said was airbag, and the only one you had was in the uh, steering wheel. The one before that one, though. No. Your mama's arm. That's right. (laughs) That is right. I talked about that yesterday. I said, well, your mama's arm. <laughs> and it didn't matter who was in the vehicle. You would stick your arm out. And I did that all the time. <laughs> I do it for my purse. You know, you do it for your purse. You don't have your purse buckled in. Because I don't want it to slide <laughs> off the seat. <laughs> what did I ask you earlier? Did you have it buckled in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. With my with my hand. <laughs> It's buckled in with my hand. Yeah, yeah, that was the first airbag. But yeah, I mean, we've come a long way from 
lap belts to, to airbags all over the car. That's right. You know, the safety restraint system works with the uh, three-point lap belt, and that means that uh, if you ever notice that when you lock that belt in, you can't move it again until tension changes yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, or if you push the brake, you can't right. move. Yeah. And that is what those airbags, they work in conjunction with the safety restraint system uh-huh. of the belts. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So the computer is reading everything in that system, and as soon as it knows there's a crash, that airbag blows. Right, right, right. Coach, this is a side note. I know we're talking about airbags, but you remember the the electronic seat belts Was that a safety issue of why they got rid of that? Yeah, because it wouldn't let you out of the vehicle. (laughs) It it had you strapped in and you could not get out. (laughs) That's how I feel when I push on the brake and that seatbelt holds me back. I'm like, let me go. When you shut that door, that thing, (laughs) kink. And uh, you were in. You were in for real. <laughs> you were in. You know. And then you were over here trying to get it loose and you couldn't get it loose because right. you didn't have the door open. I said, Oh wow. You know, if it went across your neck or said choke you, because you just couldn't get you couldn't get that thing let you go. It's like a bow of stricter had you. We, <laughs> we thought we were being so fancy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're being so fancy, Coach. We're discussing supplemental restraint systems and taking your repair questions. You can send an email to auto at mpbonline.org. We've got a new car review from Casey Williams coming up and Coach's Tip of the Week. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. Can I make some of my favorite crossovers? I really like the Telluride three-row electric crossover, and I really like the Sorrento Hybrid. But those with options can get kind of pricey. So a little further down the chain is the vehicle we had this week, and I also like it. It's the Kia Seltos. So it's a compact crossover. Still has a lot of the style of the big crossovers. I really like the exterior styling with the light bar across the grille and also across the back. Big wheels. Just looks very nice. Inside, still has the same twin screen arrangement for infotainment. Has automatic climate control. Only it's one zone. And the seats are heated and ventilated though they're faux leather. So, you know, they do some cost reductions, but it still looks very nice. It has Bose audio, and also has a power sunroof, and all the crash avoidance systems. Under the hood, a 1.6-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine with 195 horsepower, so it's pretty quick, and it has four-wheel drive. Gas mileage, 25 miles per gallon in the city, 27 on the highway. So let's talk about price. The Celtos starts at a very affordable $24,300. This one, all in, $33,085. This is AutoCorrect. If you missed any of our program, listen to the whole show from autocorrect.mpbonline.org. AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with the replay Saturdays at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. today, though, it's Southern Remedy Kids and Teens with Dr. Morgan McLeod. I'm Jermaine Flood. Our expert is Coach Charlie Melton, ASC Certified Master Technician. And it's time for his tip of the week. Well, we said earlier the weather is changing just need to make sure this cold weather is coming in this next week that you check your coolant, you check your tires, you make sure you check everything that if you're going to go out that you're prepared for. Do that. Make sure you get prepared. It's going to get down into the teens That's right. next week. We're going to the phone lines. We've got Jim and Mobile on the line. Fender bender issue. Jim, you're on with Coach Charlie. Hey, Coach. How's it going? I'm doing uh, great. Okay, so I, I, good to hear. Good to hear. Um, I won't bore you bore you with, with all the details, but essentially, um, I got a little fender bender. I was doing about uh, six miles an hour, and um, I, it was a tight squeeze, and I I hit something, and and it's like the front driver's side bumper, and like 
essentially all the pieces behind the bumper fell out. Hmm. And so uh, I just threw them in the back seat and I put the, you know, reattached the bumper so it wasn't hanging down too much. And uh, I'm wondering, I have have a friend who, he's a carpenter, he's real handy, just that kind of, you know, he is, he's good at that fixing things yeah. and um i'm wondering do you think he could help me or do i need to actually take it to like a real deal uh collision repair oh man place? over six miles per hour so the whole I, bumper I was i was it was a tight squeeze i was pulling out of work and somebody with a giant truck had their like whenever they parked it didn't turn their steering wheel straight so their tires were you know askew mm. and i just flipped his tire and uh, I mean, I wasn't flooring under anything. I was just leaving work. <laughs> Did that uh, bumper? It, it was just all plastic, right? Uh, yes, sir. I believe so. Yeah, it was all plastic. All that is—that's called a bumper cover. Okay, because the bumper inside that bumper cover it mounts to metal. Okay, you can't replace that metal because you can. That's part of the car, and that's just the cover goes over that. And uh, really what it has in there, it may have some styrofoam things holding it away from the uh, metal in there, but you're probably going to have to go to a uh, shop to get that bumper refixed because it's got to be repainted and, you know, that plastic, it's all made of plastic. Right. Yeah, you're not oh, that that's not gonna be a quick fix unless now you can they do make uh remand uh bumper covers. You can just they, like a kit. Yeah, well no, you can just go to a place and they already have them made up. Oh, okay. Because what they do, they take damaged bumper covers and they refurbish them and you just get another one. Okay, and I so to, if I if I were to go that route, I would need to go to like a collision repair place or you can go to like, a, like an auto parts store or what? Well, what I would do, I would Google it and just do refurbished bumpers for that type of vehicle. Okay. And you and a buddy may just be able to put it on. It only it holds home with clips. Yeah, those little black things. Yeah, yeah. the little. I, I just, think we can probably if we put our minds together, I think we could probably figure it out. Right, it, <laughs> it, it just holds on with clips. And like I say, that's not really what's protecting you. The what's protecting you is what is behind that bumper cover. Right, right. And that, yeah, that's all the pieces that are, like, in the back seat right now. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can go ahead. I would Google and see where I can get one, and it may already be painted the same color you need. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you, buddy. Good DIY right. for you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, DIY. That's, that's right. That's my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jim, for your phone call. Yep. I'd be out there with those little clips trying it myself, too, if I could. <laughs> Now, if I didn't have no money and I really wanted to try it, he says he got a carpenter friend. Well, maybe they can come up with something. You know, we saw that wooden truck down there on the coast. Yeah. Or (laughs) around here, we have a lot of gaff tape. Gaff tape is the thing that you use in communications. I can gaff tape anything. Hey, we call it duct tape. Y'all that, use a duct tape. You use that gray duct tape yeah, and you we've put got, anything together. We've got the black gaff tape. Right. And that gaff tape will hold It'll everything. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> It'll hold everything. <laughs> or some Flex Seal. That's it. <laughs> 
Well, Coach, I mean, it was a good show today about SRS airbags and all of that. Well, it just puts the consumer out there so they'll know. Uh, just make sure, like I say, if you have an airbag problem, if it's under warranty, go ahead and take it in. Don't wait till it's out of warranty. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Let them fix it because it'd be minor, mm-hmm. and you don't want a minor problem to become into a major problem. That's right. Coach, before we get out of here, talk about that story about the, the car rental in, in Cal. <laughs> you know, we, we talked about a uh, EVs last week, and a friend of mine, I went to California this last Friday morning and he went to the rental to get his rental and it was thrown in with the air fare. So he said, oh, I'm going to get a good deal. Mm-hmm. So he went to the, to the rental and he's in the middle of California somewhere. He said in the middle of the boondocks, but he picks up a car and all they do is give you EVs out there. And he got it. It had 28 percent charge. And he goes, what am I going to do? He wanted to trade in for a gas. They said, no, we're not going to give you a gas. That All we do is uh, rent EVs. And so he had to go find a target, and he sat in the parking lot for 45 minutes waiting to charge his car for that 45 minutes. And he said, well, most people probably come in here and they go shopping and all. He says, but I had all my luggage in there, everything, and he couldn't go shopping. He had to wait 45 minutes while his vehicle charged. Poor guy. He wasn't even prepared for he that. He was not prepared. That was his first EV he's ever got into. <laughs> Watch yourself when you're renting in California. If you ain't used to it, That's they're right. going to put you in it for sure. Well, go ahead and ask and make sure you know what you're getting. <laughs> That's right. That'll wrap us up for today's AutoCorrect. Our show engineer, Abram Nanny, call screener Charles Arnold. For Coach Charlie Melton, Master Technician, I'm Jermaine Flood. Next week, we are discussing New Year Maintenance. New so year you maintenance. need to get into that. Thank Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.